Attention SLPs and OTs with existing private practices. Are you ready to level up your private practice and your life and make this your breakthrough year? If so, join us for Make More in 2024, a free training offered on Thursday, March 21st at 8 p.m. Eastern to discover how to shift from clinician to CEO. During the training, we'll talk about the importance of maximizing your income, adding revenue streams, setting up systems, and more so that you can ultimately work smarter and build a successful, sustainable, and sellable business. To sign up, just visit growyourprivatepractice.com backslash training. Don't miss the chance to learn how to effectively navigate the growth phase of the private practice journey. See you on the training. Hello, and welcome to this Mindset Monday edition of the Private Practice Success Stories podcast. Today, we're going to talk about success, what it means, and how to find it as a private practitioner. Stay tuned. My name is Jenna Castro-Casbon. I am part of a group of private practitioners who have taken client care into our own hands. We are skilled clinicians who pride ourselves on providing high-quality care to our clients and their families. We are fighting against productivity requirements, administrative red tape, and unnecessary restrictions. We started our own private practices to take control of our professional and personal lives, of our schedules, of our incomes, of our future. We work hard for our clients, but on our terms. We believe in helping others, but also helping ourselves. We are not interested in competing with each other because we hope we'll all make it. We are successful private practitioners, and these are our stories. Hello, and welcome to this Mindset Monday edition of the Private Practice Success Stories podcast. Today, what I want to talk to you about is something I've actually been thinking about a lot, which is success and whether or not people who start private practices what do they consider to be a successful private practice? What do they see as success in others, as well as what do they think as success for themselves? And I think when most people start to get into private practice and start thinking about it, we tend to picture like a perfect private practice in our heads. And, you know, I'm not sure what that image looks like for you, but when I was first getting started, that image looked like a large multi-location brick and mortar space with multidisciplinary therapy staff, a bunch of assistants and a administrative assistant and therapy rooms and a treatment closet that was, you know, full of all of the games and all the therapy cards and everything you could ever dream of and, you know, a subscription to Highlights magazine and maybe an aquarium and all that kind of other stuff, right? And that to me was my vision of what a successful private practice looked like. And then as I started to get into it more and more, I realized that that is one definition of a potentially successful private practice, but there are many definitions and for some people, you know, having that sort of really big established practice costs a lot of money. So you have to have quite a bit of overhead and a, quite a bit of income and cash flow coming in to pay for all of those expenses, right? You could certainly argue 
that you could have an equally successful private practice that was much smaller, that was run much leaner with fewer expenses, and where the private practitioner had the balance that he or she was seeking, the schedule that they liked, was working with ideal clients, and maybe it was a solo practice. And for them, that might be also very successful, right? As long as your private practice is meeting your goals, whatever those are, they could be financial goals, they could be goals for balance and for time spent in your life, could be all kinds of goals, right? That is what determines, in my mind, what a successful private practice is. It's not what it looks like on the outside. It's how the owner feels on the inside. So I want you to think about this. And if you already have a private practice, do you feel successful now? And if not, what is your picture of success? And how will you feel when you have achieved it? That should be what you are striving for more than a certain number of visits per week or employees or annual revenue. It should be, how do you feel? That is how people know that they are successful. The other thing that is different but related to this is I think that sometimes private practitioners are actually scared of success. And they know that if they did certain things that they would be more successful, but part of them holds back because they're not sure, you know, if I bring in more revenue, then what will that look like? If I see more clients, what will that look like? If I have more space, more clinic space, what will that look like to my day-to-day -day life? And so I offer you this challenge now and going forward that I want you to evaluate what is your individual, personal picture of success and how can you get there? I heard a quote recently that really stuck with me, and I'm actually not going to share the quote itself, but I'm going to modify it slightly to make more sense to our audience, which is, in your private practice, are you playing to be successful, or are you playing not to fail? I hear from people all the time that they're very scared about failure. They don't want to fail. And when I ask people what they mean by that, it's very hard for people to come up with an actual answer other than, you know, that it didn't work out. Well, what didn't work out? What do you mean by that? It didn't work out. So I want you to be thinking about playing to be successful, planning to be successful. Your success is inevitable if you let yourself become successful. So this coming year and beyond, I want you to think about how you can be successful and what success will mean to you 
what it will feel like to you, and how you will know when you have achieved it. If this message was helpful for you, if it struck you, send me a DM on Instagram at Independent Clinician or a private message on Facebook. I would love to hear your thoughts and your reflections. And I would also love to hear how you're going to put this into practice. Have a good week. Now that you've listened to the episode, I want to invite you to a free training. Do you have a business background? Most SLPs who go into private practice don't. You went to grad school, not business school. But here you are trying to start or grow a private practice. The good news is business skills can be learned and I want to help you make solid decisions on how to start and grow your private practice so you can serve your community and build a legacy while doing therapy on your own terms and your own time and yes, make more money. I want to invite you to my free training specifically to help SLPs get the background information you need to know in order to be successful. There are two tracks, the start track and the grow track, because the needs of beginners and growth level private practitioners are very different. The trainings are short but thorough and can be consumed and put into action quickly. I want to teach you how to think, act, and behave like the private practitioner you are meant to be so that you can step into the vision you have for your private practice and your life. And the best part, these trainings are completely free. To register right now, simply visit independentclinician.com. Click start or grow and we can get started right now. Well, this episode might be over, but we don't have to say goodbye. Head on over to independentclinician.com for resources that will help you at each stage of your private practice journey. If you're on Instagram, let's connect. Follow me and send me a DM. I'm at Independent Clinician. And if you're on Facebook, make sure that you join the SLP and OT Private Practice Beginners Facebook group. All right, off to help more regular SLPs and OTs become successful private practitioners. Let me know if I can help you too.